The holidays are right around the corner, and 32 Below, Froyo and more is doing something special for the Children's Village. They're accepting donations. Um, if you go on their social media, you can see different age groups of um, items that kids are needing in the homes. They're also accepting non-perishable food items for the Children's Village. So if you're looking for somewhere to give during the holidays, 32 Below, Froyo and more is the place to go. Uh, they're community-minded. They've got amazing frozen yogurt. They got endless mimosas on the weekends. They got food. They got paninis. They have everything. So go check them out, support them, and support local. Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. Good morning. I have Jake with me today. Uh, Jake, thank you so very much for joining me. Um, Absolutely. I am excited. So I've known Jake for a couple years now. We actually worked kind of together at Peak Fitness in Post Falls. He was a uh, trainer there and I taught some group fitness classes and that's how we met and he has taken his uh, fitness level and coaching and personal training to a different level. So Jake, tell us a little bit about what you're doing now. Yeah, so uh, I do run my own personal training and small group coaching business. Um, I'm based out of Precision Fitness, but um, yeah, it's just my own thing. I kind of just lease space from them. And um, yeah, I mean, that keeps me busy for the most part. Um, but I'm also uh, working a little bit more on some other projects. Um, I, ha I can't really divulge any more information on those just yet, oh, just yet. But I can say uh, one project, if you've followed me or anything like that, uh, is clothing. I kind of—it's not necessarily a clothing line, but it's a brand that I kind of just want to. It's, it's more for like inspiring people and making them feel stronger. My whole motto: uh, the the company name is BST Fitness and rolling back to when I kind of first started doing my own thing, I was like, I don't want to put my name on it, not because it's like sketchy or anything like that, but because I want the the mission of the business to be more about like helping others and, and helping them become stronger and things like that. So it just kind of popped in my head one day, BST become stronger today, kind of fit well with the, with the whole training, you know, persona and things like that. And yeah, so now I do have the the clothing brand. I'm I'm kind of working out some kinks with it with COVID and everything going on. But other than that, yeah, just kind of staying busy, building the brand and, and just connecting with people in our community. Right. That's awesome. I love that. Um, you also have a podcast too. I've been a guest now two times. So tell us a two little times. bit about your podcast and your goal with your podcast. Yeah, so that's called uh, All the Best Things, and best is spelled B-S-T, of course, just to keep the, the brand name there. But uh, basically, my goal with podcasting is to connect with people in our community and outside the community and just kind of hear their stories, have them share their experiences with, of course, this year, everyone's talking about the struggles with COVID and how it's thrown them a curveball and how they're adapting to things. Uh, but, you know, I try to dig a little bit deeper with some people, have some fun with it. Um, you can see some people on interviews on TV or whatever, and it seems like they're asked the same question every time. So I try to dive either a little bit deeper or just find something that's maybe obscure about them or, or something that people wouldn't know. Like when I had you on for a second time, it wasn't the, the same interview that we had the first time. I kind of dove a little bit deeper and just asked some fun questions right at the end. So I yeah. like to make it fun and I like to share 
just connections with people and, and keep people that maybe are watching or tuning in to, to that show or podcast, um, just to keep them informed, you know? So exactly. that's I love the my goal with fire. it. The rapid fire questions were fun. Yeah. So you were the first person I did that with, and now it's kind of a trend. It's kind of catching some fire, I think. I love that. I was like, oh, I got to think quick. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, hopefully you don't make me do the same thing because I kind of like jotted down some questions and I'm like, I don't even know if I have a uh, favorite this or favorite that. So I got to thinking a little bit this morning. That is awesome. I'd like to keep you on your toes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. and then also you've done with your fitness stuff, you've done some um, like kind of fundraising or done stuff for local nonprofits as well. Yeah. So twice this year now, um, we've had to actually reschedule um, kind of a fundraising opportunity for Children's Village. And I know you were affiliated with Children's Village for a long time. You know what they're all about. Um, but yeah, I've connected with them and wanted to host some workouts and stuff, giving proceeds back to to them just to kind of help them. And especially this year, it's it's tough to have all the supplies they need and, and all the, especially cleaning supplies. They're always putting out lists on their social media about things they need. And it seems like, you know, non-perishable foods and and cleaning supplies are like top of the list every time. So I'm like, I can't necessarily just do it single-handedly. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to get the community involved and, um, yeah, unfortunately twice now due to COVID and some of the restrictions here locally, I haven't been able to do um, the big group workouts that I wanted to do. I was planning, I was like 90% planned with a Halloween kind of fun costume competition and things like that with a workout. And of course, then that's when all the restrictions were kind of tightened up a little bit again. And yeah. so, yeah, but 2021, I'm going to try again to, to make it bigger <laughs> and better than ever. <laughs> I love it. Well, with the COVID, how's it affected you and your business? Yeah. So luckily, um, you know, for a few months there, when it first started out, uh, we did go on a bit of a hiatus, had to tell the clients that, you know, the gyms are closed down and things like that. But once they reopened the gyms, I was lucky enough to have uh, some of my people in my small group have been with me for a while now. And that kind of just continued going after we reopened the gyms and stuff. And then, um, yeah, with the one-on-one -on -one clients and stuff, it's more, it's kind of picking up a little bit now, just because I think people are a little bit more aware of their health and they're maybe they're like, oh man, this is pretty serious. If I want to be healthier, stronger, things like that. I don't know if my social media is making an impact at all, but maybe they're seeing stuff on there and they like that. I don't know, but um, awesome, I, it, it's been good. Yeah, it's been good. And since the gyms have been open, it's been, you know, training as a whole is, is pretty hit or miss. Um, but I feel as long as I'm staying consistent with, you know, reaching out to people and just checking in on people past and, and present um, clients that maybe something will come of it. Um, word of mouth is huge for, for marketing that. So once, once you get a, a handful of people in and they, they like what you do and are seeing results, I think that kind of speaks for itself. So. Yeah. And I think that's super important right now. We finding out so much more about COVID and if you are a healthier individual, um, you have a better yeah. diet, lower cholesterol, and you've got lower blood, you have all these things, you don't have diabetes, mm -hmm. you might not even get symptoms. Um, yeah. So maybe just talk about the importance of like health and fitness, especially right now, and then going into like the cold season and flu yeah. season and daylight savings time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, daylight savings time messed me up big, big time. And it seems like it's only an hour, but that hour I was like, 
what day of the week is it? Like, what, how do I get things started? What appointment, you know, but um, I'm glad we have technology for that uh, to keep my calendar all updated and stuff. But um, yeah, changing to the seasons is huge because that's when like the cold and the flu and stuff flare up anyway. And now that we have kind of a, a third uh, disease or, or sickness, if you will. Um, yeah, it just, it's just forced people to be more aware and I think it's actually been a little bit of a blessing in disguise because people now are reading. I mean, if you go to the grocery store, they're reading the labels and stuff a little bit more. They're reading like the ingredients that are in some, even like medicines and things like that. They're like, okay, I'm, I'm a little bit more aware. I'm a little bit more cognizant of, of what's going in my body, you know, to, to keep it powered. So um, I do a little bit of nutrition coaching with people um, just in terms of like, having them, I, I have a, like a grocery list that I've prepped for people that I work with. It's like, Hey, if you, if you stay on this list, you know, it's, there's a great chance that your calories are going to be reduced uh, to a point where you can be in a deficit, but not starving yourself, things like that. Right. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really important to, to obviously there's, it, you see it in kids and stuff more, but when the seasons change and we get cold weather and stuff, you'll see people outside and like, t-shirts or just long sleeve shirts and it's like bundle up man to keep warm and and your immune system will thank you it won't have to work as hard to to keep you you know on top of your game so that's a good point so do you have yeah. I know you said you know a little about nutrition and you talk yeah about, do you have like a specialty like it's like you're known for this kind of either workout fitness like you know what is your specialty you would say you know I don't I don't know if I have necessarily like a specialty I enjoy doing the small group stuff and that was kind of hampered by COVID just because you can have, you know, five to 10 people in a group. And generally we're setting up circuits. We're doing fun little, I try to make like games out of it. And uh, I know everybody's got a little bit of a gambler in them. They like to roll the dice a little. So I, I kind of incorporate gambling into the workout sometimes just so it's not the same thing for everybody. Um, and that's, like I said, kind of been hampered by COVID because I think people are skeptical to be in a close knit group with five to 10 other people, you know? So, um, but as far as like one-on-ones are concerned, um, generally I would say eight out of 10 times it's for weight loss or muscle building, of course. Um, and yeah, I think it's just, as long as people are getting consistent results, they're more likely to, to stick it out. You know, if they're gaining, you know, frustrations and, and just hitting ruts constantly and things like that that's when it, it becomes way more difficult to, to stay the course. So. So if you're, if you ever follow Jake, you see his Instagram, he's like, he does a lot of his work. He gives you free workout advice on his Instagram all the time. Um, all the time. Yeah. So what, and you do a lot of great workouts. You, I obviously you like that high intensity. What inspired mm -hmm. you to be your best self? Yeah. So uh, growing up, I mean, this is kind of the long winded answer, but growing up, I played sports. I played sports all year, uh, whether it was football, basketball, baseball, I played soccer. Uh, I just tried to stay. <laughs> the only reason I really played sports, I guess, and, and stayed in school as long as I did was to play sports. Um, it was kind of my motivator to stay active and, and stay like, that's where my friend group and stuff were when I was growing up. So I was like, well, if I want to hang out with them, you know, I got to gotta keep up with them, you know? So they kind of pushed me a little bit. And then after school, um, one of my, I guess it was while I was still in high school, one of my first jobs was just working the front desk at a little gym in the community I grew up in. There was probably like 250 members total. Um, nothing, nothing crazy, but 
yeah, I just like sold memberships and stuff, but it was cooler, not necessarily to sell memberships, but to like meet these people and connect with them. And, you know, I kind of leapfrogged from there to personal training because it kept me in shape. It was a reason for me to stay active, but also again, to connect with people. And it's awesome to hear their stories and help them get back to maybe where they were. Some of the memories that they're fond of or are years ago when they were healthier, better in shape or stronger or whatever. And if you can kind of influence that in a little way, it, it depends on, I guess, who you're working with, but generally those people stay in contact with you for years to come. So I, I like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm going to ask you not rapid fire, but I'm going to ask you a few okay. questions. Um, okay. So you're local in Coeur d'Alene. Um, what is, yeah. um, and you, what are the best three restaurants go to for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Oh man. Okay. Breakfast. Um, I don't even remember what it's called. Uh, Bell's Brunch House. Is that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. They're awesome. We just discovered them a couple months ago. So they were a good breakfast place. Um, is it, they're like part of Chomper Cafe, aren't they? I think they're like family or something. Yes. I don't know. Owners. Yeah. Okay. So we, yeah, we went to both those places for a few months there until everything kind of picked up again with COVID. Uh, lunch. Oh man, I don't really know. I like, uh, we used to go to Tito's downtown for lunch just to grab something quick in there, you know, Tito's is good. Uh, and then, okay, I guess like a dinner lunch place. Unfortunately, they had some, uh, it's 2020, so they had some setbacks this year, but Schmitty's Burgers is like the best burger place. I think. I love Schmitty's I and I love, uh, and, they're, and they're reopening, I guess, somewhere down on Sherman here pretty shortly. Are they? They have, a, they have a sign on a building on Sherman. So I don't know if maybe that's breaking news. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> the gym I'm at, it's like half a block from there. So I'm like, ooh, that's dangerous for lunch. Wait, but that's, uh, that's my neck of the woods. I live down there. So um, you know where that warrior camp MMA place was? It's like in that same building, that same little strip right there. Well, yeah, that could be I don't know if it's open. I have no idea, but <laughs> maybe yeah. this is like a shameless plug for them. I'm not sure. Absolutely. So outside like fit and exercising, um, yeah. you just got married, what, last year? Um, two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Oh my gosh, it's already been that long. I know. Yeah. Uh, what are, you know, maybe you and your wife's hobbies or things that you like to do outside of, you know, your realm of work? Yeah, so she's really um, artistic and good with like woodworking and things like that. Uh, she taught herself how to crochet. So there's like arts and crafts everywhere in the house. <laughs> I am the least artistic person probably on this side of the earth. Um, <laughs> yeah, some things I like to do though. Um, I, most of my stuff revolves around exercise and getting outside and hiking. And um, I don't know, everyone. Okay, I guess one thing I like to do is collect hats. Uh, I have like just under 40 hats. Uh, I don't know why. I just decided one day that I like collecting hats. So if we travel or something, oftentimes I'm popping into a store to just find maybe a hat from that local place or uh, I have baseball teams that I collect. Um, so I guess it's like a collection of, of sorts. I like um, it. I like yeah, it. it's, it's kind of unique, I guess. And then uh, I don't, I like looking and watching shows on TV about like old cars and stuff. I'm not a mechanic. I'm not mechanically inclined, but I like seeing it's, you know, how people watch like HGTV to see how they flip a house. Yep. Well, I like to see how they like flip cars. You know, they find a, a rusted out 
bucket of bolts in someone's field and then they turn it into something that's they turn around and sell for like 50 grand or 100 grand i'm like that's insane (laughs) so cool yeah yeah so that's kind of those are some of the things i like outside of of fitness and stuff so so if uh you had a billboard and you could put anything on this billboard what would your billboard either have or say on it uh honestly probably something along the tagline that I have for the business become stronger today because a lot of people when they first read it you're like on surface value it's just oh I'm gonna get big muscles I'm gonna get you know stronger but really I like to make it more of like a mentality and a a spiritual thing as well like if you're not comfortable with where you're at you know in your own head uh, sometimes becoming stronger doesn't necessarily mean going to the gym it's reading a book or listening to a podcast or you know, just connecting somehow with, with your inner self, uh, spiritually as well. It's just being the best you that you can be is really what become stronger today means. And to me, it's going to the gym and getting stronger physically, but to me, it's also mentally, uh, a release to go to the gym and to kind of disconnect from everything, even though that's where I, I guess, connect with people, but it's, it's a time for me to just put the worries behind you, whatever they may be. And especially this year with everything that seems to be piling up on everybody, um, that half hour to an hour is a a time when you're just free, I guess, you know? So. I love that. I love that. Um, so with your career, you've been doing it for a few years now. Um, what is something you wish you knew before you started your career? Uh, I wish I knew, I mean, I kind of knew coming into it that it was up and down. And especially where we live, where there's seasons, and obviously there's more people here in the summer than there is in the winter. Um, I just wish I knew that there was a way for some bit of consistency to be found. And and I've kind of found that through, like I said, different avenues and different revenue streams and things like that, where I'm doing the clothing design stuff now and um, just trying to support with that. I'm supporting like the local school. If I can get connected with like the local high schools and not-for-profits and things. I wish I knew more about that when I when I first got started. Um, just because there's so many not-for-profits that people don't even know about that are amazing causes. And if if you find, you know, a, a desire to help them out, you know, it's it makes you feel good too, in a way, so. For sure. So do you, yeah. um, do you have someone or like a hero or someone that really has inspired you through your life? Um... You know, the easy answer is your parents for the work ethic they've instilled in you. But lately, since I've been a trainer, uh, I've actually had him on my podcast. Uh, If you follow Jeremy Scott, uh, Jeremy Scott Fitness on Instagram and and Facebook and stuff, he's always just like, he lays it down the law. He kind of, he's not this guy that's like the rock or something like that, which is super intense and super in your face all the time. But he's always just like, this is how it is. And, and you know, this is how you got to deal with things. And this, you know, fitness is his vehicle for success and and things like that. But he's also, he's got his own podcast that I listen to and he's always sharing nutrition stuff or like personal stories or things like that. And a lot of it's relatable because he's been through a lot of the same stuff coming up through the ranks as training and getting to where he's at as a fitness influencer on social media and stuff that I'm experiencing now. You know what I mean? Just now that I'm in my like infancy years still of training, I'm like, oh yeah, like maybe 10 years ago or 15 years ago, he went through this, but now I get to experience maybe the hardships or like the little successes or whatever, the victories in life. And it's cool that you can hear it from other people. And for whatever reason, I just kind of like gravitated towards him when I first got on social media. So 
he's kind of a, a hero and it was cool to interview him a couple oh, months back. So that's yeah. cool. So, yeah. you know, obviously we're all going through some, some, everyone's going through some struggle to right now, whether it's right. COVID losing your job, you know, you're not mm -hmm. motivated to work out anymore. The season change, all of these things. What mm -hmm. is like a piece of advice you could give people listening? Um, maybe more just like really focused around fitness or wellness, um, like a piece of advice for people right now. Yeah. Uh, it's to take it, make it an incremental process. Um, baby steps are, are super important to just kind of follow by. Um, everyone thinks that, you know, they'll, I'll talk to people every day that are like, oh, I got to lose 50 pounds by Christmas. And it's like, you realize there's 50 days till Christmas, right? Like, um, I think if you just take it a little bit at a time, you know, it's, it's like eating pizza or something. You're not going to just try to fit the whole pizza in your mouth, right? You got to take one slice at a time. So however you decide to divide that up, whether it's how you're eating or whatnot, sometimes there's people that come in and talk to me and they're like, Hey, I have a, a 12 pack of Pepsi a day. And I'm like, okay. So instead, I mean, obviously we need to reduce that, but instead of going zero to a hundred or a hundred to zero, we got to go, okay, you have 12, maybe you have 10 today. Maybe you have eight the next day. Maybe, you, have, you know, things like that, because it's going to be a, I mean, not a, not a great term, but culture shock. If you go from not having worked out to just working out five or six days a week, you know, just to putting your body through something that it's not adapted to in any sense yet. Um, so yeah, if there's, I always preach to flexibility for people and, and guys are often like, Oh, I don't need to stretch. I'm just here to do curls and whatever, you know, <laughs> but if they can, if they can gain mobility and flexibility, it's just going to make their movements that they make a whole lot smoother and a whole lot easier. Um, yeah. So instead of trying to take a huge chunk out of the process, just baby steps. And it's not, that's not going to be the same for everybody. Um, we talked about it on, on my podcast when you were on, you're a runner. Uh, if I was trying to train for a marathon or something right now, I would have to start really small because I am not a runner. Right, exactly. So I, you know, it's just like, I'm not going to just try to go outside right now in the snow and run 26.2 miles, you know? <laughs> exactly. Um, but you know, it's, yeah, I just say that if you can take it in baby steps and it's going to, it's going to take some trial and error, you know, it's maybe you're going to say, okay, I can start four days a week. And then your body's going to say, well, maybe four was too much. So then you'll say, okay, I'll do three days a week next week. Okay, I'll do two days a week next week until you find that happy point where you're like, all right, I've recovered adequately. I'm ready to go again. You have to find consistency in your process as well. So yeah, if you start small, it's okay to build up. If you start big and then it's not really a failure if you aren't able to make it four or five or six days a week. It's more of like a learning opportunity, like understand your body. And, and that's part of becoming stronger today with my motto, you know, and, and company name, it's just finding it within yourself, you know, your limits, know where you can, you know, where the, where the red light comes on. And you don't necessarily push through the red light because the red light is your body telling you, Hey, you know, we got to slow down. We got to back off a little bit. Yellow's like, all right, take it easy. And then green is just like full steam ahead. So yeah, that's perfect. And I think that's such a, yeah. a great piece of advice. Even that, like you said about the Pepsi, I've had I've talked yeah. to so many people who are like, well, I don't know if I can give up this or if I can yeah. like 
you know, it is, it is, or finding a substitute of something that's really close to it. Like people that really like to drink beer. Why don't you try like, you know, something lower calorie, like try a Michelob Ultra, like just switch right. things up and said, so you don't have to like give it all up. And then that's when you relax and go back and you're like, screw it. I'm going to do 27 Pepsis today. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So another thing that I uh, talk to people and, and, and this is an, a current or common answer uh, from them. They don't understand why maybe they're not losing weight. They're like, hey, it's been a week um, and my weight stayed the same or it's gone up a little bit. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, how is, what are you eating throughout the day? And they're listing all this stuff off salad. I drink water all day. I, you know, I, I'm only having 1200 calories Monday through Friday. And I'm like, okay, well, there's seven days in a week and you're forgetting two of them when you're tracking your calories or whatever. And they're like, oh yeah, we go out Friday nights and have beers and, and wings and appetizers with friends. Then we go out Saturday morning for breakfast and then for lunch and for dinner. And I'm like, well, your average throughout the week is going to balloon way up when you're 1200 a day, Monday through Friday, but you're at 3,400 a day, Friday, Saturday, you know, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday. So the, it's, it's all mathematical and it, it kind of can break down numbers wise, but for la you know, to not overwhelm people, just try to find some consistency. If you're going out and you're drinking six or eight or 10 beers after work every day, maybe go, you know, lesser, to six or four or whatever, you know, and then just incrementally back that off a little bit until you're not so dependent on it, you know, because people think that you're only dependent on like nicotine and like smoking and it's really hard to quit smoking and it is, but it's also really hard to quit drinking Red Bulls and Pepsi and eating sugar and stuff like that. So I will say, uh, you, I don't know if this is a question you were going to ask, but my, one of my like, um, kryptonites if you will is sour candy so if i come home and there's like sour candy they say like two servings on a bag of this and i'm like no way that's gonna be one because i love sour candy <laughs> but <A bag. laughs> i yeah like i'm eating the whole like one whole bag yeah. uh it may be over the course of a couple hours or whatever but yeah so you just if you know that hey pepsi is my is my you know it's the equivalent of nicotine to me, then you, you got to just not have it in the house, not have it readily available because you're more likely, if it's out of sight, out of mind, it'll be a lot easier than if you're just loading junk food into your house. You're just gonna be like, oh, well, I'm hungry. Go get a bag of chips or whatever. That's awesome. Well, thank you. Um, if anybody yeah. wants to um, reach out to you or wants to hire you or talk to you about personal training or talk to you about nutrition, how do they go about um you know, finding you and connecting with you. Yeah. So, um, on social media, uh, pretty much everywhere, uh, minus like Snapchat, I guess I don't do Snapchat, uh, but I, yeah, I guess I am kind of like on TikTok. I try, <laughs> I don't, I don't really use it the right way though. I don't think so. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not like trending on TikTok, but, uh, BST, uh, underscore three, six, five on pretty much all of those um bstfitness365.com has links to like uh the podcast um clothing is coming soon um and pretty much i, I do a blog every once in a while too when i feel like really just emotional or something and <laughs> feel like i have to write something down um yeah so the blog everything's on that and then if you want to just contact me directly uh email is probably the best bstfitness365 at gmail.com 
just shoot me a message, ask me questions, whatever. There's a chat feature on the website, so we can talk. Perfect. Well, thank you so yeah. much, Jake. Yeah, thank you. I'm uh, not normally on this end of the microphone, so it was fun to <laughs> fun to flip roles here a little bit. <laughs>